Welcome to the Become Your Strength podcast. I'm Lauren Pond, and I'm here to empower you to become confident in your body and in life. I'll be giving you the tools to achieve your fitness goals and shift into a sustainable way of eating and lifting so you can have the freedom to enjoy life to the fullest. Get ready for the tips, shifts, and kick-in-the-ass bits that you need to become your own source of strength. What is up, my friends? Welcome back to another episode, and it is September 2020 already. What the heck? What has happened to all of the time? I can't believe it's already it's the fall, essentially, for this year, and I feel like time has just flown by so fast, ridiculously fast, and I think this year was just a huge blur. So many things have happened. We don't even need to get into all of that. I'm sure you already know what is happening, but I think we're moving into the end of the year where it's already the holidays and definitely this year is going to be different, but considering it's still the holidays, you know, there's still going to be a lot of eating involved, a lot of celebrations involved. And with all of that comes another problem that people often come across, especially towards the end of the year. And that is not really, you know, knowing how to manage their diets around this time. And having those skills to be able to navigate, especially when you're invited to so many different things and you're eating out and eating things that aren't really up to your normal routine. So understanding how to navigate this is going to be really important. Now, let's just take the the the, the whole bikini body and the whole aesthetics goals aside but besides that I'm I always worry just about people's health in general when it comes to holidays mainly because most of the time people that gain weight during the holiday so you know holiday weight they actually don't really take a lot of it off once the new year comes around so a lot of that holiday weight, even if you added only five pounds every single holiday, most people don't actually work it off. So even if they did, it often stays. And if you think about, even if it's just five pounds, another year is about to go by now. And a lot of people tend to slowly gain weight over time. It doesn't just happen overnight, guys. It actually happens very slowly. And this is another thing why it's very important to, when you look at weight loss, you have to also think about how long did it actually take you to gain all of that weight. And you have to have the patience to understand that it might actually take just as long as it took you to gain all of that weight, whether it is 20, 30, 40 pounds, it's going to require just as much, much patience to work it off and also to eat healthier and to undo a lot of the habits that you may have had over the years. So keeping that in mind is super important. But the biggest thing that I want to go over in this episode is what I believe the qualities of successful dieters are. And this is just from a lot of my personal experience and a lot of what um, many of the other trainers that I've seen in my industry have talked about But through my time coaching 200 people now, both online and in person, is there are some very key factors that make people successful. And when I talk about success, I'm not talking about I lost 20 pounds in a month or two months. I'm talking about the people that were able to lose that weight sustainably and keep it off. So 
that is a huge distinction. When we think of success in dieting, it's not just about who can be the fastest and who can lose the weight the quickest and do these whole damn diet bets that that are around. Like I, I believe that the people make these diet bets to say, you know, if I lose more weight than you, then you owe me money. I don't like the fact that this is these are some of the qualities that people define as success. So not talking about that kind of success. I see success. And if you guys are listening to this podcast long enough, you'll see that to me, success means how sustainably, how consistent and how really concentrated and consistent can you be in your goals and not let yourself off the hook. That is what I mean by success. Success isn't defined by your highs. You have to also define it by how how much can you manage your downside as well, as much as you can manage your upside. So Everyone's going to go through ups and downs in their life, but the ones that can keep going have all of these following qualities. So I hope you are ready and I hope you guys can really reflect and really think about your own journeys right now and think about if you match any of these qualities. If you don't, hmm, there's something to think about there. So the first thing is that and there's probably going to be about five different things that are going to be that I would say are the top qualities is one. And the first is they aren't changing their goals every other week. So when I think about the goals that people change, I think of in terms of even as simple as do I cut or do I bulk? Do I want to put on muscle or do I want to gain strength or do I want to lose weight and look cut? People can go way for around different goals and that is the biggest reason why people can't succeed because they keep changing their goal, being very wishy-washy and not solidifying exactly what they're supposed to be doing. So a lot of the times this comes down to impatience or just not seeing the results fast enough. So that's that's one thing too. And if something happens and they find something that seems better, like having you know, this whole shiny object syndrome, then they'll jump from thing to thing to thing and they won't be able to stick to something long enough. So I think this one's pretty obvious. But when I talk about also changing goals, it's not just about cutting, bulking, losing fat or gaining muscle, but it's also in terms of the the actual behaviors that they want to change. So not just about the goals, but also actually the behaviors that they do. So they would often, if a successful there's a dieter that was successful. They typically choose a behavior to work on for one to two weeks, see how that goes, and then habit stack and add on a new habit into making sure that they're able to do things in small little increments rather than trying to take a big chunk of trying to uphold and change their entire diet or in the entire lifestyle to be able to hit a number on the scale. So what I mean is they're able to break things down little by little, as little as saying, I'm going to eat one extra serving of veggies every time at lunch. As small as that, that's really what I mean. It's not just about being able to meal prep every single meal and then all of a sudden fall off the wagon, then you end up changing your goal and not being able to stay consistent with it. That's really... A big reason why people who are successful at dieting are able to continue going on. It's not about how hard you can go in one day. You can have one insanely massive good session at the gym or you could eat super clean 
and I hate that word clean, clean eating, but with that, you don't just have one good day and then the next days you just let yourself off the hook. You have to be consistent. So I'd rather people do little things consistently over two weeks and a small little behavior rather than one or two all out days and then end up changing their goals and changing the behaviors and setting the markers in a different place. You're never going to really get anywhere. So that's the first thing. Successful dieters, dieters, I can't speak today. (laughs) Successful dieters aren't changing their goals every other week. The second thing is that successful dieters train very hard and they make sure that they're on top of it. So obviously right now, training looks different for people and not everyone has access to weights, unfortunately. So this still applies though. When I talk about training, I mean also, are you making sure that you're hitting your steps? Are you making sure that you are really giving it your all and you're not just doing the bare minimum? So if you do have weights, training hard is super important as well, because if you're not training that hard, then you're not really burning as many calories. Now, I need to do another episode in terms of how many calories you actually burn from weightlifting versus when you are just simply doing steady state cardio, like walking, but that's going to be left for another story, but you still do need to train hard and make sure you are pushing yourself. Otherwise you're not really progressing. So People that are able to die, they don't just look at what they're inputting. They look at also what are, what are they also expending and how are they training and moving more? So that's another thing as well. Another thing is next is, of course, they're not for number three, they're not trying to game the system. So what do I mean by gaming the system? Well, a lot of people think there's going to be little tricks or little hacks to be able to get to the 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 goal that they want sooner. So what I mean by this is they try to take things like fat burners. They try to take things such as apple cider vinegar or these magical weight loss things that come up, or I don't even know what else is there, but they also have like a lot of these, a lot of these different TikTok uh, what do you call them? Like, I guess like TikTok pills or like diet pills that I see a lot of teenagers taking. And that's not going to work because you cannot game the system. And even if you're trying to speed up the process, you have to understand that even with consistency, time is still a factor. So you cannot game the system and game time because it does take time to be able to keep the weight off and be successful at long-term sustainability. So successful dieters, they don't try to game the system. They're patient with the system. And even so, like they take small steps in the day to day, but they make consistent steps and they don't try to do anything outside of what really works, which is consistency, eating right and moving more. They don't try to game the system. So that's a big thing as well. Fourth thing is they're consistently compliant with themselves. So when I say consistently compliant, I'm talking about keeping the promises that they make to themselves. If they say that they're going to make sure that they hit this target 80% of the time for the week and be able to stick with their word, they're going to make progress. 
Now, versus the person that isn't being consistent and wondering why are they not seeing any progress in their progress pictures or the scale, well, they're the ones that either haven't been tracking, they haven't been very much paying attention and being very mindful of what they're doing, and they're just kind of just throwing things out there and just not really sticking to the plan. So another reason why a lot of people don't end up making progress is because they don't stick to the plan. Now, I don't mean that a plan means it's restrictive. That's not at all what I'm saying. But it's that if you lay out a plan for yourself and you can't stick to it, a lot of the times people will give up. They don't just, instead of thinking and just looking at the plan being like, well, I didn't make it this week. Well, why? They don't question it. The people that fall off, the people that can't be successful and that give up way too easily, even if things are going really well, is actually just often because they don't actually evaluate what was happening and why was something working or not working. You have to always reflect and ask yourself and stop long enough to think about your progress and why it's not working instead of just throwing your hands up and saying, well, this didn't work, so I'm going to try something different. But in reality, a lot of people don't actually take the L and the lesson from what they go through. And if you don't take the lesson from it, how can you ever learn? And if you don't learn, you're not growing. And I'm all about growth. And this whole podcast, you guys are here because you are here to grow and you're here to push yourselves and not just always just use the excuse of, well, I was busy or, well, I need to give myself more rest and yada, yada, yada. A lot of the times these are not valid excuses and people often, they don't want to actually come to the reality and and come to terms with the fact that these are the reasons why it's not working. Oftentimes, a lot of these measures with dieting and external factors, you know, it's the way we, we, it's the way that the individual perceives this challenge is really what causes them to not succeed versus someone that does succeed who is a lot more hopeful and who takes a lesson and learns from it and consistently continues to go along his or her journey and continues to be consistent. So you might think though, it's like, well, what if, you know, someone's a hundred percent and I'm only, you know, I'm only consistent maybe 7% of the time. Well, it might take you longer to get there But the point is that you just didn't stop. If you kept going and you're only going at 70% of what you want to go at versus 100%, which is what most people think that they need to be at and feel like they're 100% to get progress, you're still getting a lot farther ahead than someone who just completely stopped. All right. And versus someone who either completely stopped or is just running around in circles and still changing their goals every single week. You're still moving along and you're still moving fast. All right. And it's not even a competition between if you got to, you know, your goal before someone else, it's your own personal journey. So why does it matter what someone else is doing? It really doesn't. Next is for the last thing, number five, that I think that a lot of successful dieters actually do is they don't worry so much about their setbacks and they don't stew over it and they just move forward. So a lot of the listeners that are listening to this podcast or even a lot of the clients that I've had, they are chronic worriers. Now, some people are 
on a different range in terms of how often they worry, but some people worry themselves so much that even when they're doing really good, they're having a good time, they're making some progress, there's always some worry lurking in the back of their minds. And when you have so many worries lurking in the back of your mind, how can you enjoy fully what you're currently doing and really be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor? Now, when I say fruits of your labor, it also means that acknowledging your wins and knowing that you are making some progress and not thinking about all the 10,000 things that aren't going right. And I think that worry is completely useless because worry is one of the things that unless it is moving you forward, unless it's producing something that allows you to take some action on it, there's no point in worrying, worrying about the future and also worrying about the past. You're, if you do those things, you're not actually being present. And to be really happy with yourself and happy with what you're doing, you have to stay present and focus in the moment. And if you're constantly having your mind worried about past or present, uh, sorry, past or future, then how will you have any mental units or energy to focus on the things that, and tasks that are at hand? So really, I see a lot of this happen. And actually, this was very recent with a common theme that I often tend to see with the people that I work with in in Powerwolf. It's just that they often worry about what happens after the program with me, after they don't have me or their coach or their community in their life. And it's just spirals them down into a negative cycle. Even when they're at their peak and they're doing the best that they can, they, they're seeing the scale drop, they're seeing their behaviors and your eating habits get better. They're, they haven't binged in a long time. And yet they're still worrying about, well, when I go back to school or when I switch to this new job, I don't know if I can keep this up. And I'm worried, worried, worried about that happening. And I pay very close attention to how people speak to themselves and the biggest thing that I noticed with people who are very successful versus the ones who aren't is their energy levels and their enthusiasm. Okay. So enthusiasm doesn't mean that you need to be like, yeah, hell yeah. I'm I'm, I'm going to do this. Like I got this in the bag. Like not like that. You don't need to be that energetic, but more so when they speak, you can tell that they're pretty confident that they can move forward still. And it's just the way they speak to me or the way they tell me about the progress is a good indication of how they think to themselves. And if you always come to someone and you're the first thing you talk about when you, you, when you go to a friend is all about how worried you are, how stressful you are, how stressed you are, then just by talking about it, you are actually making that emotion stronger. You're making that worry stronger. And by doing these things, and I'm not, I'm not saying, let's not get technical here. I'm not saying that you shouldn't talk about these things, but I'm saying if you notice that the first thing you talk about is something that relates to any negative emotions, that's the thing that's dominating your mind the most. Okay. If, but if you come to a friend and you tell them about the, the positive things that happen first, and then you move on to the negative, there's a clear difference in what you prioritize in your mind. And these are subconscious things. It's not like anyone purposefully wants to talk about negative things. But if you are constantly thinking negative things and thinking about all the setbacks, thinking about how you felt off in the past and all the things that were not so positive before, 
then it's going to be hard to move on and just pick yourself up and just carry on the next day with as a fresh new day. So coming into this new month, guys, and coming into the fall, I really, really want you to start thinking about these things. Are you having any success in your diet? Are you actually following any of these things that are common amongst successful dieters? If you aren't, these are things that you got to start evaluating, thinking about. It's like, do you need guidance? Do you need someone to kick you in the butt and really be able to get you going? Or do you need to really sit down and freaking already just put pen to paper and just really start evaluating what you're doing? Because a lot of people are not sitting down and really valuing stillness. And with everything being so chaotic in 2020, and when it feels like as a collective, we are all worrying and feeling hatred towards one another who disagree with us? Are you taking the time to be with yourself? Are you taking the time to sit with yourself and really think about where you're going in your life? Really think about not just in your life, but in your fitness and in your health. Because if you don't take any of the time to really think about yourself and all you're doing is consuming and just being on the go, when will you ever have that time to reflect? And this is a really key thing that people don't understand is that the people that who are successful, not just in their diet, but in many areas of their life, they know when to speed up and then they know also when to pull back. And they also know how to implement all the times in their day to be able to have these self-reflections and to be able to ask themselves the right questions and to make sure that they're not just going through the flow and going through the motions, all right? Be present, make sure that you are training hard, make sure that you are being consistent, you are staying on top of your goals and making little behaviors to change every single week and making sure that you're also not letting the negativity and the worry dominate your mind. So take these qualities that other successful people have done and make those into yours. So with that being said, my friend, I hope you have a very good month and it is September 4th at the time of this recording. And I really, really hope that you can take some time today, today, not tomorrow, not over the weekend, whenever you're listening to this today, make sure that you are reflecting on this and asking yourself, where am I going? Am I doing everything that I can? Am I following any of these qualities and do I have them? And if not, what is the next plan of action for me? So guys, thanks for listening and I will talk to you guys soon. Stay strong, my friend.